Good morning, everyone. I hope you can hear me. We've got all kinds of new things going on today. Morning, Leslie. Good morning, and welcome to the new All Things SR interface, uh, thanks to Mixler and uh -huh. their upgrades. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping everybody can find us. I think if you already have the app, it's probably going to be easier. Um, it has a different look and feel for the web browser. Um, mm -hmm. But I, you know, we, we practiced, they, we tested. They, um, thanks. And thanks again, Ashley tested. and Kenzie for jumping on with us uh, to test uh, the other night. Um, to make sure we knew what we were doing. <laughs> so. Now that is a comedy in and of itself. But that's This another is story. another story. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So how are you on your birthday I weekend? have been having a fabulous, uh, I, I've decided the birthday month uh, celebrations for my birthday on Monday. Um I had a great kickoff to my birthday um, with getting to see you, Pam, on November 1st. That's uh, true. Food Network uh, personality and uh, chef Cartier Brown, uh, who does Delicious Miss Brown on the Food Network in the U.S. Uh, she is a really lovely spirit and soul, and she came to Philadelphia for a book signing. Um, at the free library and Pam and I went to see her and it was so much fun and um, I'm very excited. Uh, I've always liked her. She talks about Gullah Geechee culture, which is from the low country of Charleston. It's really uh, the culture that was raised from the enslaved people who came to the United States um, who settled in those areas and uh, her food and recipes are fabulous. Check her out if you haven't. Um, so, yeah, it was really a treat. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, Betty, no food samples. We were at the library. <laughs> nope. But it was great to hear her story and her journey. And it was really inspiring. She, she did have a... She, she does have a history there. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She actually set out to, uh, she got a degree in social work. She was a social worker, worked for Big Brothers Big Sisters in New Jersey, um, and really then burned out. Like she simply burnt out from her work and was trying to figure out what it was that she needed to do, her calling, and it was food. And it was preparing foods and sharing her food and her culture, so. <laughs> absolutely her grandmother's food yes a lot of the recipes yeah that she it was really really good so yeah so it was really it was yes. really good it was good so uh betty wants to know if you <laughs> i in spirit betty in spirit but you already know that don't you <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for all the nice birthday and, wishes, uh, everybody. That's, uh, it's very, very kind. And SR, uh, actually sent a little note over wishing you a very happy birthday. And thank you. Thanks you for all the work you do with the podcast. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't chastise and, me uh, for always sending him questions at the 11th hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and actually, I got a little worried yesterday because <laughs> he started, he was posting stuff on Facebook at 6.30 in the morning. I was like, ah. <laughs> And yeah, yesterday was, I was, I was but pretty no, late. Well. Um, I had faith. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I usually try, I strive to do it Thursday night at some night. I really, I'm trying to move it back to mm -hmm. Wednesday. Honestly, though, I'm afraid if I, I send him questions earlier in the week, he's going to miss them. But I, I, he's, I, I always do the headline, <laughs> all things SR, so it's easy for him to grab um, and search. That's true. Uh, he's very committed to sharing his news and responding to the questions with the fans. I'm honestly, I mean, think about it. This is a working author. 
and a working author who we don't know what else he does in his real life, right? Um, so we don't know his obligations, his responsibilities, um, and he has a lot going on, uh, especially now with the, the production of Redemption. So I'm always so amazed and impressed that he takes the time to uh, ensure that we get the response. Um, so it's it's he does, it's just he does. Um, a pleasure. And thank you for all the kind words and wishes, guys. It's lovely. In my new uh, chat box on the new Mixler. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. I, I And I uh -huh. said when we were testing this out, it was like, this reminds me it's a little bit more like Zoom or... Go to meeting, go to webinar, the way the chat appears. So, well, you know, you got to. Yeah. And actually, Mixler and Mixler is a, a British company, and so when I ask, if I ask them a question at uh, five o'clock in the afternoon, I don't get response until later the next day or early morning. So, it's it's it is good. I, I do like it too, except the when if you're the one that's recording there's there's an issue with muting the sound that you didn't have before so that doesn't yeah well in fact so, I, that was the one part. thing I if think, I, I was saying in the chat box earlier that I was on I was asking if anyone else is using the web browser I think most people are using the app um, but on the web browser it appears that you can't start chatting until the recording goes live so if you have the app, you can chat exactly. before the, you know, like, like always, um, mm -hmm. I think that's one of the differences. So, um, mm -hmm. Ashley likes the new color but blue yes, as I well. Mean, I like that too, Ashley. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the Mediterranean. And actually that can be changed. I just have to use the pan, uh, use the Pantone numbers. Oh, okay. Oh, very nice. So. Anyway, yes, our new technical, uh, our new Technicolor world. Um, yeah, I'm actually very excited. Uh, birthday surprises abound. Uh, can I share my little special surprise I got yesterday, Pam? Go right ahead. Pam sent me the cutest so mug fun. yesterday. I was so surprised. It has a picture of the two of us. You know, the one you've seen. Uh, one of the ones you've seen with us um, on the road. And um, hey, Mango, good morning. My It's birthday weekend. Uh, my birthday is actually Monday. Um, not election day this year. I Every so often my birthday falls on election day. And usually uh, <laughs> it was a very good election day in 2020. Because um, <laughs> I got my birthday wish of uh, new president. Um, yes. So, yeah, it's, uh, the mug is so cute and it just said happy birthday and here's to, um, having more adventures. So I didn't, I, I don't have it right in front of me, Pam, or I would have read it off, but it was really, really sweet and very thoughtful of That's you. That's fine. It says happy birthday and many yes. more adventures is basically yes. what it was. So. Okay. And, you know, with this new technology yesterday, um, all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, you in chats now, if you go to a number, you can sometimes it, people will say, type this number if you want to, for like the yeah. text messages. So yesterday afternoon, and I don't know what time, all of a sudden my uh, phone went off to a 613 number. And who could that be? Justin Trudeau. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I laughed because I was, I was chatting with Esther on Twitter like we all do when he Betty, comes Betty was guessing when it was, was snarky. And I was goofing about. <laughs> no. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was goofing around about going. There's a, a place here on Montgomery Avenue in Narberth called The Pub. And I was like, yeah, join me at the pub once. <laughs> and I said, oh, I mean, if you're coming, by the way, could you pick up the PM? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I 
<laughs> I showed the picture. I, I downloaded the picture from the contact. <laughs> oh my gosh, Pam. New technology. Exactly. <laughs> Betty's saying, wow, Pam and Justin. <laughs> Pam and Justin, yes. Shell's saying, Snarky's a bit much. He isn't pinky material. <laughs> Another chapter for your book, Pam. Yes, I mean, one of the things I'm laughing too with the chats, one of the things everybody's finding is they now have, we have now emoji options, as uh, Pam noted earlier. So, um, emoji away, yes. friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. but that, that was fun. That's fun. I did that. I think I did. I think I got I did that to follow what was going on mm -hmm. with this uh, campaign. Because before, if, if in 2020, the election had not turned out, I was seriously <laughs> thinking of seeking You were not alone. <laughs> Make sure. I wanted to make sure he was still the prime minister. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were not alone, I think. There were a lot of people feeling that way. I don't, I, I probably not. Yes, so, and, and truly, so. whatever your party, whatever your affiliation, if you are in the United States, please, please, please vote on Election Day. Um, in all seriousness, I have been active in politics and in canvassing and in campaigning for candidates um, since childhood, really, because we had friends who ran for office when I was growing up. And it's so vitally important to make your voice heard. And I know Pam's been very active and you actually were, weren't you a poll, uh, didn't you um, I, I, judge of elections. I was a justice of mm -hmm. judge of elections, and I was also on the ballot. Oh, very nice, very nice. Did um, you run for a delegate or for? Uh, uh, no, for Democratic committee woman. Woman of the yeah of the area. That mm -hmm. I lived in. Yes, and as Betty says, vote on Tuesday if you didn't do early voting this week. Yeah, it's really Absolutely. you know it's it's a vital part of our responsibility of being a member of this country and this is it's 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 our government and we have our our voices need to be heard so and that that holds true for many countries around yes the world. yes um democracies die by those people that don't yeah vote. and um it's always surprising to me how many people just choose not to vote and i, I I think it's just important, <laughs> Mango said. I may run to Canada with you both, depending on what happens this Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. <laughs> oh, anyway, so I, 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 we, we do digress, but we wanted to. Because I, I also, I also do volunteer work with a, a group called Headcount, mm -hmm. and Headcount, it's actually for a lot younger people than I am to get them to to register to vote but you go to concert venues and you ask them to sign yep up. it's really really great um yeah so it, it doesn't matter the party just to get to register anyway so <laughs> Flora says i agree with mango <laughs> running lol <laughs> oh my goodness so it is uh, the first weekend of November, which is just mm -hmm. absolutely mind boggling to me. I can't believe mm -hmm. we are this far into 2022. Um, there yep. are, you know, we're, we're getting to uh, the point where we're going to be counting weekends on our hands um, soon uh, that of the weekends left in the year. And I may be running to the beach this weekend because it's going to be in the 70, 80, it's going to be 80 degrees today. Here. Oh my gosh. That's great. I'm actually going to be heading to Philadelphia, another stop on my birthday, Bonanza. There is a author, poet, advocate um, named Alok. Um, I believe it's Alok or Alok. I think it's Alok. And um, really talks a lot about transgender um, issues and being and, 
we're going to go see Alok at the Kimmel Center tonight. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, so I don't blame you, though. The weekend, the weather is unseasonably warm here in the uh, Northeast. And uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful that uh, you, I'm glad. I, it's actually when I saw how warm it was, I actually thought about, oh, it would be a good beach weekend. So, um, and you're, well, you know, just, just that, avoid, that, that avoid wherever the presidents are. You know, the presidents are going to be Biden and Obama. I was, in, I know. Well, I was invited to that particular mm -hmm. rally. Um, unfortunately, with my knees being the way they are, I can't stand for long periods of time. Yeah. So, I was, I, I was uh, turned away. Well. They should have accommodated you, but they should. Yeah. Pam, Black Lab Lady says, "Lucky girl, you're." They're hoping to hit seventy day in um, mm -hmm. Maine. She said, "But I'd like ninety degrees, please." Uh, Elena, you're a woman after my own heart. But Betty's asking if you're going to tea or another. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you know, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not going, going with Justin. It's, uh, you know, Sophie and the kids had something planned this weekend. So we <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are hilarious. <laughs> so, well, you know, so we um, actually have some news from SR. So let's we do, uh, we do. let's tell everybody about his uh, uh, no, latest his main, his his main is good news is coming soon. Stay We've tuned. heard that before, haven't we, friends? Many times, many times. Or I've had some interesting things come into my mail. <laughs> That's another. Thing. Um, in the short term, he's going to be offering a giveaway of Gabriel's Rapture DVDs, thanks to some generous readers. And the Gabriel's Inferno DVDs are sold out again, but they're being restocked. And he'll post an update. When okay, I need to get on that. <laughs> and Gabriel's Raptures DVDs uh, are available in the Passion Flick store. Gabriel's Redemption is filming in Italy at the moment. Uh, the production will continue filming in Atlanta at a later date, with filming scheduled to wrap up at the end of January. That gives me a little hope that we are going to have... Um, if you are a signature founding member, that we might have a couple opportunities, uh, a couple different dates to choose from the visit set. I'm very hopeful. Um, that would be very lovely. Wouldn't yes. Nice? And the prince. I know. I'm so excited. And he'll be shooting his scenes with Julio and Melanie in Florence. And he's looking forward to introducing him to everyone yes so stay tuned yes brenda says yes yes, say yes. they're great and um and he says that he thinks that's all for now he's uh thankful again to everybody uh who works on the podcast and thanks to all the readers who are continuing this journey with him and the entire casting crew we are grateful for your support signed yes Yes. Such good news all the way around with the filming, yes. the DVD, the giveaways. Um, and <laughs> Mango saying he bought another pair of dubious pajamas, question mark. It's a good, <laughs> it, it's good. It's a good possibility. I know that he, you know, he's got the Superman of dubious origin. Maybe he's picked up some Batman of dubious origin. I don't know. Incredible Maybe monster. Star Wars. You never know. <laughs> Lori's asking, do we know. know what actor will be the prince? No. And we're not sure when that's no. going to be announced. So it kind of, I think that'll be a fun, a really fun reveal. Um, and yes, Brenda, we, you are, you, you yes. heard us right. Filming, according to SR, what he's been told is the filming is scheduled to wrap at the end of January. Um, so it's, it's a little longer than I think a lot of us thought. Um, I, again, am very happy about that. Uh, and I'm also in, you know, I figured with the holidays, it's not surprising, right. That they'll, they will have some break for the holiday. Um, 
and they will really do have a lot to cover. Um, you know, they are doing a lot of the interior scenes from uh, the Florence and the uh, England locations. They're going to film the interiors in um, some of the interior shots in Atlanta, along with all of the things from Sealands Grove and um, Boston. So, and I'm guessing New York too, right? Um, so yes, yeah, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Betty's saying, Willie is coming. Willie is coming. Get it. Everyone get your necks ready. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Betty, you're priceless. Um, and, me, and just remember relics do not. That's you. right. Floor can't wait for the prince. She said, and Betty's mm -hmm. wondering if she will meet, if we will meet little Maria. I'm, I'm thinking we will. Anna's. Saying hi, ladies. Bye, ladies. A hockey concession shift. <laughs> Love these little kiddos. <laughs> More polite than the adults. Oh, Anna, so true. I'm sure. So true. I mean, I did the I did the little league concession. Yep. I I've years, spent so many many a many a, a day in a concession stand volunteering. So enjoy. It is yeah. fun. It's so fun when the kids come up and they're trying to decide what candy to buy and. <laughs> have have a great time and good luck good luck to your uh Absolutely. number 90 yeah so um shell saying i want to see and, the disdain uh, on william's face when he talks about dante dante <laughs> <laughs> that will be oh my gosh truly it's so good so and and just another shout out uh, a little piece of news. Uh, Mango is going to be on the Emma Zooms later today. Yeah. So uh, it, she she is in charge, as they say. Large and in charge for the uh, Emma uh, Yes, today. it should be really good. I'm not mm -hmm. going to be able to join live, but I'm going to try and follow up later to listen or read. Sometimes I'll just read um, the comments, but... It yeah, it's really good. Betty's saying, I know we learn more about Gabriel's parents in this book. Do you think we'll get actors to say a few lines or just get a picture? I don't know how they're going to do that. Question. Like, I was thinking about that, too. Um, my thought is probably lines. But I was curious if there were going to be any flashbacks, um, you know, from to kind of. Yeah, yeah, because in fact, in, in what we're covering today in the chapter, one of the things that Rachel says to uh, Julia is that when Gabriel, when they brought Gabriel home, he was afraid that he was going to be given, you know, sent away again, and he would like hide food. So that'd be an interesting thing to see. It would be. It would be, um, definitely. So. Oh, another reminder, too, speaking of Mango, um, thanks again for joining our special Halloween weekend edition of All Things SR and talking about the book, Ghosts and Gravity. Uh, I believe that releases on the 11th, uh, Veterans Day, coming up on Friday. So if you haven't pre-ordered, please do so. I'm reminding myself as well. Um, and uh, again, uh it goes to Vet Sports, uh, the proceeds, which is so appropriate for Friday, which is a day to thank all of those veterans um, who've served our country here in the U.S. So, are we ready to turn our attention? We, we We're going ready. back to Sealands Grove, friends. No, yes. Are we in Sealands Grove? We are in Sealands yes. Grove. I forgot for a minute. Um, we are in Sealands Grove. We are in chapter three. We're in the second part. We actually divided the chapter into three um, this time. Uh, and uh, as you remember, we are in the midst of Gabriel and Julia's first fight. So things didn't go to. I hope it didn't get as loud as my neighbors. Oh, I know. I'm sorry to hear that. They, but it's normal. I'm them. sure it got loud because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, there was some sh shouting and some door, uh, door slamming. Um, 
Gabriel was not happy with Julia's paper and he didn't want to her to embarrass herself and Julia wanted her opinions and ideas to be heard. So as Betty says, yes, we're still in World War III. And um, so not only was it World War III and they were fighting, they were fighting as they were expecting family to come, their first family visit um, as married people. So uh, Julia was locked in her room uh, working on her paper when the guests arrived. Uh, Gabriel greeted them. They wanted to know where Julia was, and he was just like, oh, she's upstairs working, which I don't think would have been too um, surprising except the fact that they could feel something was off. So we begin part uh, this part two with Rachel opening the door to the study. Rachel, as we know, already suspects there's been a fight or something's wrong because Rachel has that amazing spidey sense. And she always knows and can ferret out something that's going on. <laughs> Brenda saying would love to see this as a nice screaming match and on the screen, all the intensity and angst. I really think they're going to do it, Brenda. I mean, I can see them, you know, just like even the first scene in the movie um, when or not the first scene in the movie, but when there is that that tension, that that animosity a little bit coming off of Gabriel. Um, and then, of course, later on in, in the epic uh, fight scene in the classroom, um, I think they're going to really they're going to really bring it. Um, uh, Ashley saying Julie and Gabriel fight like my parents <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Betty's saying Rachel's the new Miss Cleo. <laughs> yes, yeah, she can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she can ferret it all out. So she opens the door to the Absolutely. study and she says, hey, Jules. And Julia has a wide smile saying hi. They hug and Rachel settles down in a comfy chair near the window. And she asks Julia how she's doing and what was up with her and Gabriel. <laughs> and can you hear the, I can hear uh, the actress Julia saying, I can, I can visualize this scene with her in it. What's up with you and Gabriel? <laughs> I can hear it now. Mm -hmm. um, and Ashley's saying, I definitely feel for her family in the room. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable feeling when you're around someone who's uh, in the midst of a fight. Mm-hmm. And, and just being quiet about it. Like, it, it's, it is. You, you can feel the tension. As Betty says, she is straight mm -hmm. to the point. And yes, she is. That's why we love that character, Rachel. So Julia's deflecting, uh, tells her she's fine, and there is nothing going on between her and her brother. Uh, actually, between she and her brother. Uh, Rachel doesn't believe her. You know, she more or less says, you lie like a carpet, <laughs> which I love the fact that SR wrote that. Did anyone else get crack up with that line? I just was like, I can't believe he put that in the book. I always say, I always say, I rug, always say rug too. Is good. Um, it might be a, it might be a regional uh, word choice, but I thought that was funny. It, it could have been in the thesaurus. Right. And it also, uh, it does it does go with her character. I could totally see Rachel saying that. So Julia's saying, how do you know? And Rachel puts it out there, right? Straight to the point. Uh, and Betty's like, yeah, the family's thinking this is going to be a fun, relaxing weekend. Reality, it's colder inside the house than the North Pole. <laughs> Shell also says, lie like a rug. You lie like a rug. Uh, and, and Betty seems to think it might be. It may be very well. It may very well be. Yeah, High society is carpet. <laughs> Shell, okay. you are right about that. And uh, as we know, SR likes to write about the finer things. So um, mm -hmm. it's funny. Rachel doesn't, uh, Rachel more or less calls her out. And Julia's saying, so how do you know? And Rachel says, well, there is tension in the house. Gabriel's downstairs unhappy, and you're up here unhappy. 
And Julia just didn't want to talk about it. And Rachel just added, and this was smart of her to say, because I think she was trying to loosen her up to get her to spill the beans. Men are jerks. <laughs> Again, I totally can see the scene playing out in our head. Um, Elena says, rugs in Maine, carpet in Canada. So thank you, Elena. There we there go. go. Julia couldn't argue with that and sat down. Right? And men in general are jerks. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, that was the thought that came out. Um, I don't agree with that statement. I think they can be. I think everybody can act like a jerk, but... But, you know, she's just expressing, you know, there is frustration. And she, Rachel shared with her, mm-hmm. her and, she and Aaron fight sometimes. He'll take off for a couple hours and he always comes back. And then she asked if she wanted her to beat up Gabriel. <laughs> and Julia said no, but she was right. And they were fighting. And when asked about what it was regarding Julia said that she had allowed Gabriel to read her paper and he told her that it was terrible but not in so many words when asked by Rachel Rachel also said that she would have thrown something at him if he said it to her which of course I can always believe that too um (laughs) Mango said she always heard lie like a rug too she thought it was a Jersey thing Uh, it's beyond it's beyond the uh, borders of your fair garden state Mango that's um, true. That is true. so, you know, Rachel's just sharing that, you know, she would have, that was obnoxious. He would have thrown something at her, at Gabriel for saying that. And Julia said she thought about it, but then she'd have to clean up the blood. And, um, I liked the banner between these two in the scene, um, because it just shows their depth of friendship, their comfort. The, the, the ability to be comfortable with each other. And I, I think it's also, you know, it does show the strength of, you know, that she's her sister-in-law now, right? So, but it's, it's a beyond a sister-in-law relationship because it really foundationally was her friend and her best friend at that. So um, I like the comfort that they have in being so honest with each other here. So Julius, she told him he thinks is wrong. And uh, maybe, maybe, uh, SR's calling Pam to tell us that. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, it was a seven month six number. <laughs> the reason why. Maybe he was going to call us to tell the reason why he used carpet instead of rug. Um, <laughs> so. No, that would have been Justin. <laughs> this is true. Two great Canadians, right? Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, he, he said he was trying to help and he just thinks she's wrong outright. And, Rachel felt that he he thought maybe he was she thought maybe he was trying to control her um, and control her work to which Rachel thought he was in therapy for. You know, she said, you know, this is Rachel or, you know, with his history, he has been very controlling in the past. And she's like, I thought he was working on that. And Julia said, look, I, I didn't want Gabriel to lie to me. I don't want him to tell me something's good if it's not. But if the paper needs work, he should just tell me and and not criticize it and just say it's terrible and rewrite it. Um, And Betty questioning that Rachel knows about the therapy. (laughs) Who snitched? I think maybe didn't. Weren't they open about that? Didn't they talk about that at some point? I think they have. I'm not sure if anyone has a specific citation, feel free to share. But if Betty doesn't know, I don't think anybody knows. Um, <laughs> and so Julia agreed with Rachel. Um, he should be able to tell her without saying the paper is terrible. He should just, you know, express it in a different way. And and Betty, right, said it's not what he said, it's how he said it that hurt. And, you know, Shell said, you know, she didn't see it as controlling. She just thought he just that he thought he was right. Um, I am a little <laughs> Is that the first time you ever heard that, Pam? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I have been known to be quiet. This is times. true. I 
I'm not hearing you as quiet, but maybe it's on the feed. Um, Betty said she didn't remember them mentioning anything to anyone else about therapy. Um, and she thinks you're probably texting JT. So, <laughs> of course, of course. So, you know, they're back and forth about agreeing, you know, the way he said it. He shouldn't have said the paper was terrible. And, you know, and in the midst of their discussion, you know, Julie also is saying, you know, he's then he mentions he wants to start a family and he turned, you know, he, he, you know, one day he's telling me he wants to start a family with me. And then he turns around and acts like such a condescending ass. And, um, you know, we asked SR about this and we said, was Julia surprised Rachel knew that she and Gabriel were fighting? You know, was, was she surprised by this? And SR said, Rachel's story. Uh, and, and we also asked if, she had if we had planned if SR had planned at the beginning of his writing for the issue of um Rachel and uh the baby to you know this whole idea of 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 parenthood and we were wondering if that was uh something that he set out to write about or if this is a storyline that evolved as he was writing so Rachel's story was planned almost from the beginning, he said. She's very insightful, and so I think that her awareness can't be too surprising to Julianne. Uh, Mango asks an interesting question. Did anyone else think that maybe Gabriel was a little jealous of Julia's research and ability and that she was starting off on her career while he was maybe kind of entrenched? Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I don't know if I thought he was jealous. I think he, maybe he was, he was a little bit jealous of her, that new found when you're, you're coming up in your career, you know, that drive and that excitement and he doesn't have that, he is more entrenched now, so he doesn't have that excitement of being uh, of of achieving in a new way shell never thought of it that way she said that is a good question um i never thought he was jealous yeah, though i i don't think i i never thought of it that way it is a good question mango very good question it is a good it is a good question and i you know i i i think possibly he and I'm using the word enthrall, and it's not really the right word that I'm looking for, but it's mm -hmm. similar. And, it, you know, he's just amazed at how well she does. Right. And, you know, the fact that she can research as closely as she does, you know, and I, that could be a part of it. Just out of sheer enjoyment of watching it happen. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, we have to see. And then Miss Betty comes back and says, <laughs> Gabriel had mentioned it in Inferno that he envied her enthusiasm for Dante. Mm -hmm. There you go. I think she is totally enthralled with that. She's, you know, and, but Gabriel has a lot to do with that because if it hadn't been for Gabriel in the orchard at, when she was 17, would she have read Dante and decided to go mm -hmm. into that field? Mm -hmm. So, anywho, anywho. So, you know, Rachel then lifts her hands and says, wait a minute, asking if he wants kids? Right. I want precise date. <laughs> to what time? Uh, Julia told her not for for a while. She needs to graduate first, and that is a long time. But but you know, and, and Julia, it tends to be right. Um, you know, it's PhD and having a baby, it's a lot to juggle. And uh, so she's now 
Rachel's like fiddling with her t-shirt looking down. She's like, you know, she and Aaron would really like to start, have a baby. And Julie's like, goes over to a friend and she's like, well, you know, how do you know you're ready? And she said, well, we're not sure, but we would be happy. We've been happy, just the two of us. But she always knows that Aaron wanted kids. And she wants kids because she's always envisioned a family with kids and that will be home for Christmas. And if she's, if she's learned anything from her mother, it was life is uncertain and she didn't want to lose that. This is true, right? I mean, that really was, this is a theme that he hits on time and time again about the preciousness of uh, time and how you can't take anything for granted. And, you know, that's something that, res- you know, that's an, a theme that I think is pretty consistent throughout his books. Um, you know, and looking um, in the chat, one of the things Mango said is she always thought Julia's optimism and compassion gave her a certain advantage in how she looked at her studies, um, if that makes any sense. And it totally does. Maybe he wishes he can see everything with fresh eyes. Yeah, that would be, yeah, I could see that because when he was going through uh, Harvard, he was also being clouded by a lot of drugs Mm -hmm. too. And here she is clear-minded, sober when she's doing her research. Not that he wasn't sober when he did research, but that's true. I'm sure there were plenty of times. And, he was and not Betty sober. did find the quote, the um, chapter twelve of Gabriel's Inferno, about that. Um, you know, her approach, and Gabriel said, "You are shy. It's true," he murmured. But that's certainly not a vice. He cleared his throat. I'm envious of your enthusiasm for Dante. I used to feel that way, but for me, it was a long time ago, too long. He smiled at her again and looked away. So, uh, his words, right? I mean, gosh. Oh, yeah. SR just writes like no one else. It's true. So now, it's true. So now, Julia's blinking back tears, and as, you know, Rachel, she's been going for yearly mammograms, and just as an FYI, remember, your mammograms, ladies. Uh, and she said yes, and she has also had the genetic testing, so that she doesn't have the uh, gene that could cause breast cancer either. But Grace did not have it. Um, and even if she did, they found out too late anyway. So Julia was sorry, and Rachel did not like talking about that. And this was kind of weighed on her. What happens if she does have kids and gets cancer? Then to change the subject, she said that it was one one way of, to get rid of Gabriel's condescending attitude when he has to change a dirty diaper. <laughs> yeah. I could see Gabriel going in, and yeah, we know that that probably won't happen, but going in with the goggles and the rubber gloves. <laughs> I think I <laughs> honestly can see suit. the gloves. Like, I could totally see him doing the gloves. Um, yeah. Yeah. I... He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be like my uncle John when his my my cousin Johnny was born and was was uh, at his christening. Uh, my uncle took Johnny in to change his diaper, and uh, with a martini glass in hand, <laughs> so he's of course drinking as well. Well, I'm looking um, at some. They look, went, I was there's a couple it, more comments in here about the Gabriel and the, you know, the Gabriel and Julia dynamic mm-hmm. uh with dante and brenda noted julia fell in love with dante through gabriel so it's like it was a special connection mm-hmm. to dante um she meant more but meant more to her she's he's been in the family for so long that he was jaded and lost when it comes to dante and betty mm-hmm. of course but it was so much longer than normal <laughs> betty for you to wait to bring up i know paul she I says know. you know who else is enthusiastic about dante paul <laughs> And um, Flora noted Julia's enthusiasm stemmed from her love for Gabriel and joy she found in the stories of Dante and Beatrice. And Shell said, Paul's also enthusiastic about a certain Dante PhD participant. (laughs) That is true. And yes, Betty, a martini glass, because when Uncle John changed Johnny's diaper, 
You know how baby boys, the fountain of youth comes along. <laughs> and so he just put it, stuck a diaper on top of him, drank his martini, finished changing him, and then took him back. Oh to the my gosh. <laughs> that is. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> it's another. Oh, okay, Betty mentioned Paul earlier before the show started. Okay, Betty, I didn't see that because I'm on the new. I knew I was thinking something had to have uh, else had to have been there. <laughs> Shell saying uh-huh. the golden, the golden shower. shower. Mm-hmm. Betty hopes he wasn't smoking too. <laughs> no, Uncle John. Uncle John was a, a lifelong non-smoker, so <laughs> that would have been a sight, right? Oh my gosh. Oh God! Yeah, all you know now that now when you go to a baby shower, if if you know that the baby's going to uh-huh. be a boy, you get them these, these little PPTP. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny. Yes, Betty said she received I never showers had. from Blessedness 2.0 many times. Yep, that's just mm-hmm. that's Patrick the nature of nature, too. friends. Patrick was good with oh. vomit too. He, uh, my, it, it was our first mother's day and, and my mom, my sister and, and I went to, went to my visit with my mom for mother's day with Patrick and my sister's all excited. Cause she's got this like, you know, six week old baby and she's big. She couldn't wait to hold him and change him and feed him and do whatever. <laughs> and, um, so she's, she fed him, she's burping him. And of course he puked and everything didn't hit the outside. Of, of course not. Down. Went down inside. Oh. <laughs> so, so she had to get into the shower with her nightgown. On <laughs> <to get rid laughs> oh my gosh! So anyway, so uh, yeah, so you know, but you know, Rachel's concerned that you know what happens if she she has her kids and, and cancer does happen. It's really it is a frightening and, thought, yeah. right? You think of all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. And with that being still so fresh in her mind, with the loss of her mother, I'm I'm sure it weighs on her yeah. heavily. Right, and 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 you know she's it, it. I'm sure it does, and she's right. You know, you she wants to have that family. She wants <laughs> to be able to have the kids at Christmas and all. So uh, then she ch- changing the subject, and she's uh, talking about the dirty diaper, and and uh, but and telling Julie he'd be he'll be begging for help, and Julie is laughing, but it, all too soon she just wanted Gabriel to think her ideas were as important as his. And I honestly feel like that is the crux of it right there. It's that that mm-hmm. academic respect, respect, having the respect of her ideas out in the marketplace. And, you know, frankly, he just disagrees with her, um, but he really just didn't handle it well in his communication of it. Um, and he, he, I, I agree with Rachel too, you know, it was kind of a, he was in a kind of a controlling situation. It was out of, I feel like part of it was out of this love of trying to protect her and to help her be her best. And he just felt like, Oh, this is all wrong. But it's, it it really is such counter to that in reality um, because he wasn't being supportive of her. Um, He felt Mm -hmm. like he was, um, but the way Julia received it was that he was not. So Rachel agreed, you know, she said, you need to talk to him. You need to tell him that, you know, you need to tell him that you want him to think her ideas were important. And Julia said she will, but right now she's not speaking to him. And, and Rachel reminded her, she said, you know, Gabriel has come a long way. And I think this was kind of a nice element. Um, Rachel kind of sticking up for her brother a little bit. And, and just, you know, we should, we got to remember here, you know, to see him married and talking about starting a family, it, it's just remarkable. It was, mm-hmm. Because frankly, for them, it was unthinkable for so long. Um, she said the first time Grace brought him home, he would hide food in his room. No matter what Richard or Grace said, he would pocket something from dinner. And, you know, this is the first time Julia's heard this story, um, you know, 
she's just kind of reflecting, Rachel's reflecting on, on truly how far he's come since when he came to her family. Um, and Julia asked, was he still hungry? Is that why he took the food? And Rachel said, no, he was afraid of being hungry. So he's building reserve for when they stopped feeding him, which is just, I mean, when he wrote that, I was so That's heartbreaking. Because you could see someone doing that. You could see a little one doing that mm-hmm. who'd been hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to stockpile. And he also didn't unpack his bags. Like he kept everything packed. He didn't trust them until the adoption was finalized. Like he felt like he was there for just a few days. He did not feel like this was going to be permanent. And Betty says, oh, that was sad. And, um, Betty also wondered, would Gabriel overreact if she shared her paper first with Paul? And he was supportive. And she mentioned this to Gabriel. (laughs) Betty, what do you think? Of course. Yeah, 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 you're you're digging into that. (laughs) Betty just wants to see more altercations (laughs) between Paul and Gabriel. That's right. Um, That's right. I'm just kidding, Betty. You know that. Betty said, I hide granola bars in my purse, but that's because sometimes blessedness 2.0 doesn't want to eat and just wants to play. Yes. Anyone who does any caregiving will definitely have snacks on hand uh, for when the uh, blessedness or other uh, needs Mm -hmm. uh, to have a little snack. Um, You don't want Mm -hmm. to get them into a hangry zone. Well, I, I remember this woman I worked with, Melissa, who uh, she carried this monster bag. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, I mean, it was huge. And she'd start pulling stuff out at work and, oh, this is the banana I was looking for. And it was oh, black. my gosh. <laughs> or, oh, they're the crackers. It's the yeah, bottomless bag. Because she had small the black kids. Hole bag. Yeah, she had small kids. <laughs> yep, I, I, had, I had one of those for a while. I keep food in my car, too, for snacks if we're on the run and ha- didn't have a chance to eat. Um, so, yeah, it's it's sad. He, he really didn't have that trust until the adoption was finalized. And even then, he kept expecting them to send him away. You know, Julia didn't know this story, and it made her heart so heavy. Um and it was, you know, as, as, as noted, um, Flora said, you can definitely picture this. It's so gut-wrenching. And, um, <laughs> yes, uh, Shell said Betty's scenario with Paul, uh, <laughs> the eruption of Gabriel Volcano. And uh, Brenda is right. She said, Betty, you're just giving ammo for more makeup sex. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she didn't think about that. She said, it's very funny. Um, Yes. (laughs) If if the banana is not molding, it's all good. Shell noted. This is true. You know, just because they just because the can says it's good until 2019 doesn't mean you can't use it tomorrow. Uh, actually, depending <laughs> on the can good, you're right about that. I, I volunteer out of food bank because a lot of times it's a best buy. Mm-hmm. It's a best buy, not a you have to use buy. Um, yeah. Okay. So a lot of times things are fine, especially canned things are fine beyond their expiration date. Um. So if it's a best buy, it's just a quality issue. Um, So, you know, it was super sad. You know, Rachel said, look, he is her brother and she loves him, but he does tend to speak without thinking. You know, she's had a lifetime with Gabriel. (laughs) She says sometimes he'll say Mm -hmm. stuff without thinking. And the issue with the paper is that she probably did not write the paper the way he would have written the paper, which is 100% true. And, you know, Julia was not going to write his way. She had her own ideas. And Rachel suggested that she talk to him, but make it make him sweat it a bit, you know, make him sleep on the couch. And as Julia pointed to the couch on the wall in the room that she was currently in, she said she would be the one doing the couch, unfortunately. So... Yeah, um, it's it's kind of uh, you know she she 
Rachel wanted to, him to uh, kind of suffer a little bit through this. That's a very mm -hmm. sisterly thing, I think, <laughs> um, to do, uh, make him sweat it out. But I, I think they should talk as soon as they can, but they have to talk when Julia is ready to talk and when she's comfortable with it and when she's cooled down. Because talking and mm -hmm. yeah, because you don't want to get right. Crazy talking with, and anger with, is what, not who who was uh, it was never yeah. a good idea. So, um, and Shell said it's not good if it's a bulging Kenya. Absolutely, Shell. Absolutely. Um, Mango says hearing those things about Gabriel's childhood makes me feel less judgment about Gabriel's crankiness. Yes, it it does explain a lot, right? And Shell notes his brain's well, not know, always engaged when he opens his mouth. <laughs> and you would think with someone who I, is I, so learned um, and who's so refined, right, who strives to be so refined, you would think he would, you know, think before he speaks. But I think in the heat of the moment, and he felt such strong conviction that he was just going to say what he thought because he's the expert, Right. Um, in his mind, exactly. Yeah. And and Betty's counseling Julia to talk to Paul. <laughs> you, Julia, you should talk to Paul. No, I think I I, I disagree, right. Betty. She should definitely not talk to Paul about this. That would not be a good thing for her relationship. No, Shell's glaring. Shell says Gabriel is glaring <laughs> at Betty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's too funny. So we did have another question. Um, for SR about the family, uh, you know, we asked when he was writing, when did you determine Rachel and Aaron were going to try to start their family um, so soon? Uh, was that a storyline he planned at the beginning of your process or did it evolve? And SR said, as you know, there will be a certain amount of tension as the story progresses. Um, one day I'll write a novel devoted entirely to Rachel and Aaron I have a file, dot, dot, dot. So I am hoping. I would love I to see what that filing cabinet file looks like. And pulls that out. I would love Rachel and Aaron's story. I would love it. I think that would be a really, really cool um, addendum to the series. Um, I think it would be great. And I just realized I'm going to. I need to put the questions and answers in here. Shell says, that's a story I would read. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Shell notes, Gabriel's intelligent, but not always smart. 100% Shell. <laughs> and Lori said, that's a big file cabinet. <laughs> You're right about that. I would love to see the inside of that file yep. cabinet. And Betty says, yes, we need that story too. I would like that story. I think... I think it could be an interesting, um, and Flora said, we would all read, that's for sure. That I mean, I think sure. it would be interesting to see their, I mean, their whole story, like how they met in school, how they, you know, how they interacted with Julia through school. Like it could be, it would be a very mm -hmm. different take. Because you'd also see Julie and relation, Julie and Gabriel's relationship through their filter. In a different, um, yeah. And how they decided on their hopes and dreams and their careers and how they went, were living in Philly and then decided they were going to move to Boston. And yeah. Working for the mayor, and I've always wondered what you were <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, I don't think it was my, my favorite Eddie it was It was too early for Eddie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if he, uh, if he was writing under, uh, her working for a mayor Rendell, then, um, he could give me a, he could send me an email cause <laughs> my husband worked directly for the governor. Um, so we could share some insights. <laughs> oh, I'm sure my brother-in-law too, because he did, he worked with him for mm -hmm. catering events when he was in office. Quite so. a character. Anyway. So, yeah, yes, uh, Betty's yes. saying we need that we would, uh, or she's saying, hmm, like a prequel. I would like to see the whole, kind of the whole span. Sort of. Um, 
sort of like a Bridgerton. You know, oh, yeah. And, you know, where Gabriel and Paul could, or Gabriel and Julia and Paul could, you know, come in and out occasionally. But the story based on. That's on true. Um, that is true. Which, by the way, Bridgerton season three is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it, I can't wait. <laughs> Betty said, could this be like how you met your mother? <laughs> Um, there you go. And I am putting in, I, we asked SR a series of questions and his, his responses were kind of intertwined this time. So yeah. I'm putting in. Yeah. One of the things that I always loved about SR when he responds, you, you can tell that he's busy writing or doing something because he'll respond to the questions but he'll pick something or he'll mm -hmm. group it. Group the yeah. Answer, so. anyway. Maybe he won't do that if I don't, if I'd give him more time to respond. <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that is next week. We have a, a very special occasion. Speaking of it's Willie's. Yes, birthday. the prince himself will be celebrating all things William next week, and mm -hmm. we will be announcing something then, too. Yes, we will be having a giveaway coming and up soon. we'll be announcing the details of that next week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Betty, so, Willie... Yeah. Willie will be yes. in the house, and hopefully he'll be yes. kind to us since we're To be clear, we're not birthday. announcing any Willie Passion Flicks news. <laughs> I don't no, want that to be any of the No hope But there. we are going to have a good Willie party. I don't know, Betty. We might have to see if uh, you and Ms. Perling may be available to help us celebrate that. So... Stay tuned. Anyway, stay tuned for that. <laughs> so, everyone, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Yes, enjoy. And if you get into the enjoyable warmer weather for our last blast of summer, at least I hope it's the last blast of summer, because I had someone tell me the other day that she got very disappointed that her fall has been ruined. Because there are Christmas decorations where she is living right now. <laughs> well, that's not unusual now. People go earlier and earlier this year. No. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Betty's funny. Willie wears so. black as, as old as a good wine. <laughs> it's her response mm -hmm. to Brenda's question about a nice how, how old is Willie now. Uh, he's well, well, I would say he's probably five and change, 500 and change. I would defer to you, to Ms. Florentine series podcaster. Mm -hmm. I think he was at 14 something. I think he was uh, when he was actually born because he knew Dante. Right. And thank you for the kind words, uh, Lori's. Saying thank you all. I appreciate you. Great weekend, ladies. Flora said, stay safe and go vote. If you haven't, until next week, sending love and love the podcast and you all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. So, <laughs> so I am actually going to leave us out, take us out with some Johnny Cash with the man in black. Who could be Nicholas, too, but you never know. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next Take week. Take care. Dark.
darkness on my back Till things are brighter I'm the man in black 